0: ah yes when the post game podcast ends the post game podcast podcast begins live on youtube with you the fans hitting a wide ranging scope of topics from the most recent game to coming up tonight the espn power ranking index are we sure that the nets shouldn't be considered a top 10 team we dive in on that coming up next you are locked on nets your daily brooklyn nets podcast Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Brooklyn, Brooklyn, yo. Ah, yes, my friends, it is the Locked On Nets Podcast right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team, the Brooklyn Nets, every single day as we come in. For the bonus podcast edition, Doug, talking ESPN BPI, maybe talking a little Nicholas Claxton injury, and of course, talking with you, the fans, as we get live conversation and a lot of star topics to dive in on here, Doug.
1: Yeah, just wanted to real quick hit this because it's not a whole it's not a whole whole episode's worth, but I was checking in on ESPN's BPI index, basketball percent index, where their power index, which is, you know, I, I had gone with this one before because early in the season when I thought the Nets were playing really well, I was like, oh, let's just check in on where some of these, like, sort of advanced metrics have the Nets ranked. They had them ranked, like, seventh or something like that That's overall. Right. I was like, oh, well, it was like Robin? it passes the eye test. Like, this is great. Like, they're maybe playing above their head. They've had – They've had a great, a good run of the season. Now we get a little further into the season and they are, let's see, fourth. They've moved down since I saw this the other day, but it's fourth. It's going to move up because this doesn't include this game tonight. So they had them at, uh 10th now. Seven, eight. now they're, they had them at 10th overall, but I guarantee they're going to move up now because I they said they're the third now after a game like this. Yeah. So the, I bet you they're probably top 10. And I just find these like lists to be funny because I'm thinking, on the one hand, I do think the Nets are a really nice story here. The Nets have definitely punched above their weight. Um, just in terms of just who they've lost and how they've won, uh, being eight and eight with this team, I, I do think is an accomplishment. Mm-hmm. I, like, I just n- no Simmons, no cam Thomas missing Claxton for a lot of the season, you know, missing cam Johnson. And then you look at this list and you're like better than the nuggets. That was uh, it. I,
0: I almost just lost it here. Cause I, I, I didn't look down the list. You go, I'm sorry. Just tapping in they are three positions higher than the defending champion Denver nuggets yeah it's just like
1: i don't know can i really they're tied with the timberwolves i'm like can i really trust this list when it just doesn't i mean like eight spots above above the mavericks like Mm -hmm. i don't know I, I, i i like to dive into some data as much as any other person in the world sometimes as someone that's done projections and stuff before and still does them now sometimes your stuff spits out a number and you're like I might want to just go take a look to make sure I carried the one here because I don't know. <laughs> like this doesn't seem to pass a lot of different eye tests.
0: Sometimes the math does lie, right? Let's like, this cannot be 100% accurate. And by the way, I, I, I to your point, the Nets have played very well this season. They've played close against some really good teams, right? They're, and they're beating the teams that they should. There's just it's really hard. You want to tell me that you want to say by BPI, they're top 15. I actually could digest that if you said they were the fifteenth team based on who they've played and you know the games they've played and how tight they've 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 looked in some of these. Okay, great. Like I, I could I could digest that. The, the top eight though, that one hurts. And also being above the Denver Nuggets, being above some of these other teams raises an eyebrow. So we'll see though, man. And by the way, if if they're tenth they're right now with their upcoming schedule and this win, watch your backs, boys. We're talking top five. We're talking fi- top five by week's end. No holds bar, as you know as well. If you're in live, first of all, we always thank you. We really appreciate it, especially after a win like this, after a big holiday weekend, you shout out at locked on nets. We'll go ahead and star some up for you and break them down. And Doug, you've got a laundry list going here. You're ready to fire off.
1: All right. A couple things here. Uh, Nader says all hail Doug is very serious. Can't tell if he's make, trying to make fun of me here. I'm going to assume not, but I always oh, hold I was out. Assume I, definitely. Yeah. I always hold out. Hope that it's uh, no, not making fun of me, but there's a good chance he is i think i i think this is referring to like the three pointers and high three pointers are having high or high variance and that's a, a high variance approach can lead to high you know big swings high and low i'll yeah. always go for it because i think your most you want to put yourselves in most positive ev situations and when you have a team that is not as talented as a lot of other teams you should actually embrace variance more than more than not um it's when you try to get down in the muck and the mire with these things that actually ends up looking worse so I do embrace it, even if you're
0: making fun of me, later. <laughs> even if I'm being made fun of, I still appreciate it. By the way, I'll clarify too. You mentioned it there. Um, th- I-, I went in. I went on the money line in this game early, live betting, and I also went on that minus eight and a half. And it was really it was predicated on what Doug preaches. Listen, this team should keep shooting threes. That should never stop shooting threes. And I just heard that Doug voice inside my head, and I said, "That's it. Go for it." Just well, that the is the time it. to do it when a team is shooting eighty percent from the
1: th- from the f- uh, from three on like 10 threes, and the, and the nets were like 20%. It's a lot of times not going to work for you. Those are just the times to do it because those right. are not sustainable, especially too. It's like, it's like, Hey, where are your priors in this one? If we started over are the nets, the better team. Okay. Sure. Well, that counts for something. Mm-hmm. Right. And are, is one team going as doing something at a totally unsustainable rate. Okay. Double check there. And so. At that point, And then
0: is the other team significantly underperforming against their own average from beyond the, of course, of course, those are just
1: the times. And by the way, like a lot of the book, I mean, these books, they haven't just stumbled upon this theory either. Like the lines was not, you know, it wasn't set at minus 20 at that point. It was probably like real number was probably what, like minus seven and a half or something is my guess. I, I don't know. I wasn't looking at when you were looking at, I know you went the other way in the alternate line, but those are the times to really embrace it because, and it, it sucks. And it does feel like it could never in a million years happen, but, it, it just can. Like, that's why these things can just flip quick.
0: And by the way, when I was doing this in real time, we'll move on to these other questions here in a second. But I was debating because the the, the numbers are moving in real time as the game is going on. So I was sitting there. I go, minus eight and a half, baby. I'm going to lock it then. You know what, though? minus nine and a half is a little bit sweeter here. Maybe I should. And then you look at the final score One, I was like, oh, baby, way to dodge yeah. it because I would have been all time livid if I was like, why, 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 why? Tease yourself that little extra point. Man, we're just there. trying to have fun. All right,
1: just make yeah. sure Nader, Nader, Nader um, said it wasn't sarcasm. All right, let me get a couple ones. Yeah, we can. All right, so I saw this come up a lot during the game. Small ball is okay sometimes, but ne- saying never, uh, not saying never do it, but are we competing for a title? Who thinks small ball will beat Milwaukee or Boston? Okay, hate to burst your bubble here. Bubble here. Here, Greg uh, that's not winning the title here and um, that's just not a hot take that's just the truth so at this point the two, the, the goal is to try to one make the playoffs because they don't have their pay, their pick and be really competitive in the best way possible mm. with their current with the guys they have in the team now this is just what you're going to see a lot of like now thankfully guys like Watford sort of like toe the line between sort of big big and versatile and not totally small ball stuff and they have a few guys like this like dfs can play the five but i really would probably remove from the hopes and wish list as we head into christmas a hope for a championship because i that is not on the team um, that's not they they just can't it's that basketball is not built that way and so um and i know what some people are gonna say is well the heat did it last year i, I get it but like this that's just that's it's just such an outlier. So anyway, um, I, I'm I'm gonna always embrace the small ball thing. I'm willing to live with the pro- the times where it's a problem. Um, I just think that I just think in general it's fine. Now again, I thought th- playing sharp a lot of minutes was fine here too, and I advocated that before the game started. That was not results oriented, right? So I, I think that I thought that's what they were going to do.
0: Let's go big picture here with a little uh, Jean-Claude as he, rem- oh, Van Damme? No. Uh, let's not get carried away by the impressive win and overlook the fact that Dinwiddie, Claxton, and O'Neill have contracts expiring soon. We cannot let them walk for nothing. Uh, so there's multiple, I guess there's multiple sides to this because each one of these players brings a different outlook. Doug and I would have said Royce O'Neill shouldn't have been on this team entering this season potentially. It's not a knock on him. It's just that you should have already gotten value for him last year. And I don't know where he stands. Like he is at a point where his value is not going to get necessarily higher than whatever we once perceived it to be. Certainly not higher than the first round pick the Nets gave out to get him. Dinwiddie cannot really go anywhere based on the fact that if you take him off this team, you create a significant void at a deficient position right now. Ball handler, a guy that can facilitate, a guy that can ISO, like he just has too big of a role for them. And there was at least rumors about a contract extension. And then Claxton's the other one. Um, we can even touch on the injury part of this right now like, I saw somebody mention the idea of like, is Claxton now starting to get a little bit of that injury prone kind of tag sniffing around him. It certainly matters in a contract year for him. He's the guy that you can go all the way to the offseason with and still extend if you want to. The other two guys could be walkables.
1: Yeah, it's a little weird with that because he was a late scratch in this one late yeah. add to the injury report, even though he did get hurt last game, but he came back in. So I
0: And And he was questionable, like earlier in the day or or yesterday, it was questionable, but then it was a very late scratch coming into the game, as you say.
1: Yeah, I don't know if he maybe just tweaked something in warmups or something or just like stiffened up on him. I I don't think actually this is going to be an extended absence. I I guess if it was, I would start having concerns. I don't really have big concerns after this one. Just over the timeline of how the injury sort of took shape. uh, This is not something I think is going to be long term. I'm not worried about him being like an injury guy. He doesn't really. I mean, or any excuse me, any more. They're just like regular other guys. I, I don't. I don't. I don't. I. I do not see him like that. He missed time with like
0: other weird stuff. Like he had like mono or something for a lot. Yeah, of I was going to say right. That doesn't count as an injury. <laughs> like it's right, time yeah. missed, but it's not. Uh, do you agree on? I mean, we talked about DF uh, DFS in this in this vein as well before about when he should be traded, the value, all those things. But do you agree that inside of these three guys, that n- Royce O'Neal would be the one player you'd say, yeah, you should try to move him if you can. But the other two guys are probably going to be either a walkable in Dinwiddie and either an extension. Like I don't, I know we've had this discussion before, but I just don't see it likely that this organization, again, based on the way the organization feels about it, that this is going to be something that you're going to see them move all three of these players before the deadline because they're on expiring contracts.
1: No, I don't think they're going to, I would think very hard about doing it though. I think that they really are in a tough spot here with how they are just built and what they have in terms of assets. I would O- O'Neal has to get traded, so I yeah I, like, I, don't I see, think he's the I, like,
0: one. He's the he's the you know come on like it's personally
1: tough. I would trade Didwitty too, and just kind of take whatever. And I would think real hard about trading Claxton. Now oh. that one's a little different because the the price would have to be pretty big, mm-hmm. and um he's it's it's weird though because he's in a contract year, and like the other team that's trading for him is going to want to know that they have a good chance to resign him. Probably uh, there's a lot of teams I could see him fitting with. -hmm. That probably fits like the like a real championship timeline more than the Nets are going to be on. I it's not going to be popular, but I would think very hard about trading him. And I think that's going to be a real. uh, We don't probably do the whole thing now, but no, no. come trade deadline, we'll probably do multiple episodes about like what would what would that look like. Uh, Not to say they have to do it, but I would you have to at least consider it. I think.
0: On, on, yeah, on Claxton, I, it comes down, and this would be true for this, and we'll touch back on it. But it's going to come down to, like, for me, I'm on the side of retaining him, extending him, unless the offer, you know, this offer comes in that just says, oh my goodness, we'd be fools, basically, not to go in this direction. And then lastly, just on Sp- Spencer Dimblety, real quick, listen, if you're telling me that someone's offering a second round pick or something for him, there's no, I don't see any point in trading him at that point. It needs to be something that, that does move the needle. That's a first-round pick. That's you know assets that make sense. Because otherwise, while I understand, hey, get something for a guy that's not going to be here, right? So you're saying you're going to lose him for nothing. Well, I'm not losing him for nothing. I'm losing him for the second half of the season where he's a productive player on this team and helps them achieve the goal of making the playoffs. And there's just no world where you can tell me, at least right now, you take Spencer Dinwiddie off this roster and they are better afterwards, right? That's not going to be the case. Like and we know that for Nicholas Claxton too, but that's a different kind of conversation based on the money that he's going to command going into next into the offseason, excuse me.
1: Yeah, it's hard to trade point guards too. Like the point guard market is just not it's just like a lot of teams that really would, you know, need them aren't probably vying for anything. Mm-hmm. Right? So like it's and I know he can play off guard, but I just like, it's hard to look at a group of teams and see like I, for Claxton, I could probably make a decent list. Like they wouldn't do it. Cause they just, they just drafted somebody, but like Claxton would be awesome with the Mavericks, right? right. Like no, they just drafted Derek Lively. So they're, they're not going to need to do it, but I think he'd be great on OKC, like next to Chet. Right. I think there's like definitely other teams out there. that they, they can really tell them story about Claxton. I think with Dinwiddie, with his age, and just his overall skill set, I think the list is pretty short around teams right. that would be super interested in bringing him in. Like that, like that would teams have guys like this anyway. But like, could he fit in the Nuggets? Yeah, he could probably fit with like Jokic. Like, he's, his his skill set works out pretty well there. But they have, have Jamal Murray and Reggie. you are not going to need to do that. So I guess my point: the list is really short of around. I think the Denwis market will be really small. So I think I'm with you. That I just don't think the market will be there. And
0: that's something we will talk about obviously as the season progresses uh from one john to another Jean Ramey, frequent flyer with us here on the lives although the team seems like cam johnson cameron johnson uh ha- has to sit out for a longer period before his injuries become worse jv should give the rookies some more playing time i i don't like the cameron johnson it has like you know, some injuries to start the season and then some nagging injuries and some lingering injuries and these you know fatigue and cramping that seems to be impacting him. I, and I'm also a pro rookie guy, but if you're talking about winning basketball games right now in the short term, Cameron Johnson being healthy and being on the court is what matters. You don't want to risk making a longer term injury. But but I, I don't I, I just can't see this world. I, I don't know, maybe. But but sitting him down now just doesn't make sense. He needs he, to get into shape. A lot of this just feels like that too. Didn't he played with Team USA, but not a ton comes into camp, has a little bit of an injury, cramps, hamstrings. Those are usually conditioning sometimes issues that come up and you can't get into game shape without playing in games.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I, the cramping thing's weird. It's not like something that happens too often. I, so I don't know, whatever. Hope Maybe it's just you had up. too
0: much to eat on Thanksgiving. I experienced that. I almost called out of the podcast. I thought, Ooh, a little too many, too many brownies for uncle, for uncle Adam here. Maybe hurt myself a little bit. <laughs> I hope it's not the case. And I do uh, also like, in all of these discussions, Some of the stuff I'm like, you know, what happens next? And the younger players saw Derrick Whitehead make his debut. Like those are things that always get me excited. And you also, I also have to temper myself around two 19 year old kids showing up, you know, late in a blowout game need not be construed into these guys are closer than further from being ready to contribute. So um, you can't just tap into some of those younger players that quickly uh let's also go to all right this
1: has to be a troll hold on oh sorry uh okay well hold on one second let me i'm gonna go back to that one once this is great this is like uh, this hit this is such a troll job i love it love it from tamra fire Vaughn, starter giles Trey for drummond yeah. and signs white howard yeah. and boogie congratulations you did it like power, this is the, <laughs> this is the this is the power squad good job by tamra tamra knows push when it comes for when it comes for me what was the one you had up here oh here we go uh, this is a great question well tamra um, also by the way i actually don't know who, about who's...
0: this screaming at us to start our live as well tamro shout out to you tamro for demanding <laughs> we go live i, I appreciate it Did spur us on here sorry just tweaking um when everybody's healthy who do you think is going to start
1: i mean i'll give this to you I, I was thinking about this during the game i'm actually not sure i know about this um yeah what do you think it's gonna be I, I there's probably a difference of who it should be and who they will do i think that's that that i think is well, gonna, gonna be oh, probably always yeah, gonna, yeah, but...
0: gonna be the case with this team uh well cam thomas should start coming back in automatically the uh, you know so b- bridges i guess a backcourt of dinwiddie and and cam thomas bridges johnson if it's i guess then you do Claxon and then you you know dorian finney smith has to go to the bench in that scenario if we're talking ben simmons health, healthy that's a whole can of worms i can't even get i can't i can't even begin to unpack because it's just it's just such a mess when you get to that version of this team and he we, we know how we, we we know i mean we've done this right he's so darn valuable but he's so damn unreliable so at some point i just don't think you can construct your team saying like he is a core of our starters i i i would consider the idea of having ben simmons be the guy that comes off the bench mostly related to health and and, and the the ability to trust consistency with him and then you end up having a guy that could make your bench unit even more electric it doesn't really work the same way with a Nick Claxton. I think he's the best beneficiary playing with some of your better players, playing in the starting unit and being effective in that capacity. All right. I don't know. I'll go. This is hard, man. I'll i go. I thought if I tap dance and said enough different names that people would just kind of get lost in the fog of, of what my take was there.
1: <laughs> I'll go Dinwiddie, Cam, McHale. Dorian Finney, Smith, Claxton, and I'll move Cameron Johnson and and uh, and, and Simmons to the bench. Okay. I don't feel great about that, though. Yeah. I, I could change that tomorrow. I don't feel awesome about that. But, that but backboard's got...
0: common ground. Ben Simmons on the bench for both Doug and I.
1: I just think a Claxton should – he Claxton's just better. And, like – That's and, what I mean. And I don't, and I don't think it's a good idea to play them both together. And so, at that point, you just got to kind of choose
0: – like continuity and and, and can't you by the way i'll use your i'll use your example not that you're being held to this but think about it okay ben Simmons, everybody's healthy ben simmons is in a quote second unit now with cameron johnson who can shoot from the outside can take some guys and go at the basket a little bit with lonnie walker right perimeter sharpshooter with some royce o'neill like if you start to think about it ben simmons you go oh yeah he can elevate all those guys and make them that much better and set the table it's not a knock on Nick Claxton. It's like, but that's not going to be Nick Claxton's role. So somebody else would have to do that for that unit. I think it's always why that, that it tantalized I me. Mean, originally, I'd said that about Cam Thomas before he kind of you know popped here and thinking that it was possible that that would be a great way to unlock him. So that'd be I'll tell you there. right now, real, real quick before we go to the next one.
1: Uh, it's very funny. Vaughn has been let off the hook so much with this, this season because of the injuries to like, not really have had to make this decision at all. Right. Yep, Like they've just never been in a situation where he's been really pressed to have to decide this because they've just always had someone hurt in some Somebody ways. Well,
0: had this and said like scheduled injury to So they could get like sample sizes with one well, other and then, you know, make their decision. <laughs> I don't really believe that obviously, but it
1: is funny yeah. that, They just have never had to address it because of just everyone's sort of, they've never been healthy at any point this season. And so he's dealt with a pretty hard decision here, I think, because there's so many different factors at play beyond just the basketball piece contracts, trying to boost guys value, Mm -hmm. right? Like keeping guys engaged veterans. Not that this all should matter. And I really don't think it probably does all the way, but it matters some for sure. Like, I mean, I mentioned Cam Johnson coming off the bench. Like there's no way that's going to happen. Right. They just signed him in the off season. He's going to start. So uh, like, if anything, I think what's going to happen and it's going to drive people totally bonkers is that they're going to move cam Thomas to the bench and cam Thomas will be the sixth man. And now, okay. I will say one thing in if Let's say Vaughn were to do that. The lineup of Dinwiddie, Dinwiddie, McHale, cam Johnson, DFS and Claxton, that lineup has been awesome it's this great. year. It's great. The, it's their best five man it's easily their best five man lineup now. They were
0: great last year too. They, right, that was the lineup they ran last year after the trade.
1: Yes, and that lineup I'll just look real quick. I'll do it real quick on the fly here. Um Yeah, I that got the lineup
0: the 117-110 split last year and I wonder what It was, that was way better it's way better this year. Yeah. Now
1: the, the 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 minutes are shorter. Um so it's going to be thrown off a little bit this year like it just uh, so just bear with me here. Stand by. I'm going to have this. In but a it's second. interesting. Um, but it
0: is interesting when you bring that up. Thinking about, like you say, the, the hierarchy of you know who gets rewarded here, right? The veteran. They're going to lean with the veterans. So everyone feels like Cam Thomas is already he, he's done it, right? He's proven himself. You know how important he is. He's the highest point scorer for this team, and feels like he's the guy that can always get you buckets. And you I see got Walker claim a, a six man role too, so creates that flexibility. Go ahead.
1: All right, so this minute, this is the unit three hundred ninety seven minutes, four hundred minutes of just once again Spencer Dinwiddie, Mikhail Bridges, Cam Johnson, DFS, and Nick Claxton, three hundred ninety seven minutes, one hundred and seventeen offensive rating, one hundred and ten defensive rating, plus seven net rating overall. Pretty long sample. I mean, like there are there's numbers to say that that is just a fine starting lineup. Like that lineup is just fine to start and to bring Cam Johnson or uh, Cam Thomas off the bench. Now I know people will just. There are all there's fans that already want to punch off on into the sun. So, um, and I, this will just make them even crazier, but at least there is a statistical backbone that that unit right there that I just mentioned is just a fine starting five.
0: And the, the, not the pushback, but I remember talking about this going back to last season, the conundrum with that has been that that lineup for as good as the, the splits are going back to last year did not win more basketball games than they lost, right? That was always the conundrum there. The unit plays great together, but they weren't able to win games. That can easily be washed away by the simple fact that you're a deeper team now, right? You have yes. better players. Now cam Thomas is ready to come off the bench. Now Lonnie Walker is ready to come off the bench, right? That alone is actually probably the difference maker here where that group is getting great splits. And the problem last season was, there's no one to hand the baton off to, so we lose this thing. In yeah, the like here comes,
1: here comes Joe Harris, here comes Seth Curry, here comes right. Patty Mills. Like here comes, just guys who just you know that's Vaughn's fault too to some degree, right? Like yeah. these playing these, they didn't have tons of options, but um, he was overly committed to these guys. That was very clear that were one foot in the basketball grave or more, or more than that, right? So that's that's on Vaughn. But just as for this point of this year, that starting five has just a decent sample size of being good. Yep. And I think you if he didn't if he brought in Cam Thomas off the bench and if he brought in Ben Simmons off the bench, it's just a team that would be really deep and has a lot of outs and I think that like that would still just be fine even though it would probably drive some people
0: nuts. Yeah, listen, that's the nature of the world. Scan through here real quick to see if we see anything else. Reminder that if you're watching this live, good for you and thank you. That's what we love. So this is also, though, our Monday episode, which makes our Tuesday episode and our game preview episode is going to be all focused in on the in-season tournament game and what the Nets need to accomplish in order to try to punch their ticket into the second round, where everything becomes a lot more exciting from that standpoint. That's the next thing on the docket here, just as a as a, a little FYI. So we dialed in on that, the point differential and all that good stuff. Anything else that we want to hit here, Doug, before we close out? No,
1: nah, we're getting out. We're getting into the night here. I think that we can call it here. I uh, really appreciate everyone. That's and already my, I can already see my comment about Cam Thomas going to the bench. Um, is driving people up the wall. Uh, I will say, I- I'm positive. There's, a, about there's
0: this. a bonus episode coming about this, I think, because there's a lot to flesh out on that. Like, who should be, yeah, starting we'll do a closer when these guys be?
1: like are all coming back, right? Like, yeah. who the starting line? These guys, there's some, I mean, Cam's getting, maybe getting closer. Ben, ben Simmons, we know, is further away. So, I don't think there's even a question of it. I mean, there will be even a question, a little bit of a question when Cam comes back, even now, like with Cameron Johnson back, um, and like who the starters are going to be. I, Look, I, like, like I can see it happening in the chat here. It's like people, even the suggestion that Cam Thomas would go to the bench is is not something anyone wants to hear. It's not an easy decision. I, I think it'd be fine for him to start too. All I was saying was if they, all I was saying really, I was like if they did go that other way, I put Cam in the starting lineup. But right. um, it, if they did go the other way, I wouldn't, you know,
0: I wouldn't lose my mind about it. Over. Right. What's that? You know why? Because I said I wouldn't lose my mind over. You know why? because cam thomas can still give you 27 points off the bench right like it does not it, it's not going to impact where his value truly lies whereas from a size standpoint the, you mentioned the splits with this starting line. like it's a there's just some proof here that makes a certain model work and doesn't do any damage to the value get of a guy coming off the bench versus and again if, if that line's just been okay it's just been fine it's been yep. good so whatever okay we are gonna get out of here much appreciated everyone
1: that jumped into youtube live Uh, once again, make sure you subscribe to YouTube. If you haven't done already, make sure you subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen. If you haven't done that already downloads would drive us showing up here every single day, uh, for free. And that is the way you can help us totally free for you. And that's just what puts a little, little cheddar in our pocket. Just make sure you subscribe to YouTube. Make
0: sure you subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. I will not shave my mustache until the Brooklyn nets lose. Oh, Adam Armbrecht, one of the all time great poets. We'll be back again.
1: Tomorrow, I'm talking more Brooklyn Nets basketball. Basketball.